Hello, Caleb, Doug, and Kendall. Uh, it's your number one fan, Tom Flynn, again. Uh, don't worry, I'm not mad that I was not included in the previous episode. Uh, it's all good. Mistakes were made, but, you know, no big deal. Water under the bridge. Uh, just doing my part to continue calling you guys and encourage more listeners to call because, you know, it's fun. Um, anyway, I figured I would weigh in on my predictions as to what you guys are actually going to talk about in the forthcoming weeks with your zombie series. Uh, I'm going to guess, I, I really have no idea if you guys are going to go with Dawn of the Dead, but it would be a shame not to, uh, because it's like, not only is it like the Citizen Kane of zombie movies, it's like as good as Citizen Kane. It's like a, it's a, a great film. I know, well, I know I'm putting a lot of weight on Citizen Kane, but anyway, um, I would say that or, um, Night of the Creeps which is actually one of my favorites. And you guys already did a Fred Decker film before with Monster Squad. So, uh, I don't know. My, none of the creeps, I'm going to say. Um, yeah, and that's, that's my, my, those are my guesses. I'm sticking to them. Anyway, I uh, love the show still. You guys are going strong. I just heard the reanimator episode. Hilarious. Thanks again. Great work. Uh, all right. I'll uh, hang up now. Bye. The Carpenter Rants. Everybody, welcome to TCR Rantimated Corpses. Uh, two nobodies talking about uh, some of the finest zombie films this side of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. We live on the other side of it now. Yeah, we do. Just now thought about that. It doesn't matter at all. I'm just I was like, hey, I've always been on the east side. Now I'm on the west side. Hey, can't get rid of that damn... What side of the Mississippi do you live on? <laughs> if you were the Mississippi River, would you eat yourself? <laughs> I know I would. Uh, we're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. <laughs> I'm Doug. <laughs> oh, happy Valentine's Day. Is it Valentine's Day? It will Close be like it? three days from now. Oh. What'd you get your lady? A happy VD. Uh, <laughs> we don't, I don't know if we exchange gifts on Valentine's Day. I will sometimes if I see something specifically. Now, it's not a. Me and my wife don't celebrate it. Uh, we it, celebrate. Because we're like, this is a fucking corporate holiday, man. You just want your money, man. I show, man, I, I fucking shower her with love 364 other days. Oh, I'm not going to set aside it. one day. I save it for one day. I don't I don't give my wife anything until Valentine's Day. Mm. No, if I see, like, I might buy her, like, a movie or something. It's not a big gift holiday or yeah, anything I mean, like, like It's just a... I'll give her, like, a candy thing or yes, something. Like, I'm not going to take her out to fucking Outback or somewhere fancy and... <laughs> 
Now Give her we, the gold dip roses and all that garbage. We made a mistake. Uh, You've been hearing about them gold dip roses? Yeah. Uh, we made a mistake of trying to go out a couple times. So typically what we do now on Valentine's Day is... Uh, well, on I'll, the 15th, brother. Discount candy. <laughs> no, that's romance. <laughs> Uh, typically what we do is like, we'll cook like a, we'll cook like a really nice meal at home and then we'll just like watch some, uh, maybe not romantic movies, but we'll just watch a movie together. It, we have like a little date night at the house. So, uh, this year I know she bought some steaks that I'll be expected to grill. And, mm-hmm. um, so, uh, three days from now, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll grill some steak and then, uh, nothing more romantic than a steak, Doug with some ketchup on it and uh no, i'm just kidding <laughs> uh well no. done <laughs> with lots of ketchup no we're gonna we're gonna grill a steak and watch airheads uh because that's right i don't know it's i thought you're being serious that's I a good thought, movie that's a fucking great movie i just was first movie that popped he into wipes my head. his ass with his own contract i, I love, love this guy, guy. if you were half a butt puppet i want to know what the rest of that sentence was gonna be <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's Valentine's Day, or it's about to be. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so I know everybody's, uh, you might be listening to this while you're shopping for roses or uh, uh, picking out that special <laughs> edible underwear. Um, yeah. Yeah, bacon flavored. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> like what I like. Hey, no judgment here. But in the meantime, we got a zombie movie to talk about, Doug. Mm-hmm, uh, sure this do. week we're talking just like last week, movie I've never and seen. And we got before. a ton of guesses in. Uh, yeah, that's didn't. right. And uh, the winner of that T-shirt was no uh, one because no one guessed it. <laughs> It'd be funny if someone does guess. It'd <laughs> <Then we can laughs> be great if someone anticipated. <laughs> You guys didn't see, but he was like trying not to cry when he said that his voice broke. Yeah. Um, another classic. Yep. Sure uh, enough. That I'm well aware of, and I'm mm-hmm. well aware of the love for it, but I've never well, ever seen it. Love. <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy to me that you've never seen this or last week's Reanimator. But hey, no one can watch every movie ever made. Especially this one, because I'm aware of the, all the pop culture uh, uh, references uh-huh. uh, from this movie. Like I'm aware of this movie. Like I yeah. like, so it was weird seeing it. Wrapping you remember, your head around all the. Uh, so this will be relatable. Legendary uh, moments. Do you remember when our friend uh, Manon had never seen Star Wars? And he yes. watched it with us the first time. Yeah. But he'd been living in a world full of Star Wars cultural references. Um, yeah. So and he was not blown away. He was away not blown it. away, which uh, that, I mean, that makes sense. Oh, you're going to tell me you didn't like this movie? No, I like this movie. Okay. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I mean, I wasn't blown away, but like, I like the movie, but yeah. um, <laughs> it's just, I just have never seen it before. And that's fun. Uh, and of course, we're talking about uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably my favorite zombie movie. Uh, this week, we're talking about Return, the Return of the Living Dead. Yes. Um, which 
I found out I had to be very specific on either IMDb or just watch. Either way, when I put in Return of the Living Dead, uh, this one did not populate because I did not type in the oh, return. Oh, come on. You know what I'm fucking looking for. Um, The Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Doug? Yes. I need some fat deets. All right. Fat deet coming up. Give me them fat Give deets. Give me the fat deets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tell me about the budget and the box office. Well, it came out August 16th, 1985. Uh, 1985, already a big year yep. for this limited series. Uh, and also just a fucking huge year for movies anyway. Yeah. 1985 was big. You talk about this. I'm going to look up some 1985 stuff. <laughs> it was a big year for movies, I guess. No, it was. Yeah, I know. Um, well, the budget was $4 million. Ooh, okay. And the return was $14.2 million. Oh, that's good. Um, tell me this. Uh, All right. Is this where... Um, is this where the zombies saying brains originates? Yes, it is. I thought so. Um, okay, cool. I just that was happening the, in this film. Everything that has to do with brains and zombies comes from this. Comes film. from this movie. Yep, this yep. movie, man. I mean, obviously, Night of the Living Dead is the uh, definitive zombie movie. Modern zombie movie, yeah, for sure. Um, and it's what. Every other and and even this movie, every other modern zombie movie takes away from Night of the Living Dead. Yes. However, mm-hmm. every other zombie movie after this movie takes also takes Return away from Dead. this movie very specifically. Yep. yep, um, yep. This is a huge influence on the genre. Not only the big, uh, you know marquee zombie movies but also a run of shit fucking like just zombies eat brains like made for 10 cents uh you know uh zombie films those dollar tree movies have you been in a dollar tree lately tangent real quick i have not they have a movie section sir and it's all like those straight to dvd and they have blu-rays and all kinds of shit it's all those straight to dvd fucking stone cold steve austin movies okay there's some weird christian shit that Mm -hmm. (laughs) no one's ever heard of nope man it's a fun uh browse nice anyway um, here's some other films that came out in 1985, just, okay. to, just to get your head around this year. Uh, January, The Mutilator. Ooh, not a bad movie. A terrible movie, but not a bad movie. Um, in February, we got Witness, mm. starring uh, uh, Han Solo. Uh-huh. Uh, we also got uh, The Breakfast Club. Ooh. Uh, Brazil came out that year. Okay. Uh, the Purple Rose of Cairo, uh-huh. Ghoulies. <laughs> ghoulies. <laughs> ghoulies sucks. I'm sorry for all those Ghoulies enthusiasts. Uh, Friday the 13th, A New Beginning, <gasps> which we got some alum in this film. Uh-huh. Uh, Porky's Revenge. Yep. Uh, the Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. The Care Bears movie. Police oh, Academy shit, shit. 2, their yeah. first assignment. First assignment. Police Academy still coming at you. It's coming this fall, y'all. Uh, what else we got? Cat's Eye. 
Ooh, that's a Lady good Lady <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> What else? What else? What else? Brewster's Millions. Rambo First Blood Part 2. Tragic titles to the, that oh, series. Oh, God. The worst titled series of all time. First Blood Part 9, Rambo 4. Uh, a View to a Kill. Okay. Which is a, a James Bond film. Fletch. Okay. The Goonies. Yeah. Uh, the stuff. Okay. Ooh. Cocoon. Mm-hmm. Return to Oz. Which <laughs> is, is another horror movie all in its own. Have you watched? It's on the Disney app. I want. I own Return to Oz. Do you? Okay. Yeah. I want to. Were at you least not over to that movie night we had, where um, um, Kendall had never seen Return to the. Oz. I think mm-hmm. she had when she was a kid. No. Her, She's not here this week again, scheduling conflict. Sorry, folks. But um, our dear friend, Kendall, her favorite movie of all time is Wizard of Oz. And uh, either she had not seen Return to Oz or has not seen it since she was a child. And I was like, I own the fucking thing. Let's have a movie night. So she came over and we had food and all this shit. And she watched it. And then afterwards, she was all like, oh, my God. Now... I have only ever seen it as a child. <laughs> I've never revisited as revisited. An adult. It is an acid trip, my friend. I can't fucking wait because I was trying to tell Elise about it, and she was like, "I've never heard of this. I've never seen this." And I'm like, "When I was a kid, I saw mm-hmm. this Perusa Balk before I saw Wizard of Oz." Yeah. So, or maybe I'd seen Wizard of Oz and made, but it it hadn't made an impression. My first memory is this fucking movie. Yeah. Um. Also. Pale Rider, St. Elmo's Fire, Saint Back to the Future, nice. Uh, Red Sonia, Mad Max, Beyond Thunderdome, Explorers. Damn, it's the 35th anniversary of Back to the Future? Yes. Holy shit. Day of the Dead. Nice. Uh, the Man with One Red Shoe, The Black Cauldron. Oh, uh, man, I haven't seen that in a long time. Is that on Disney app? Black Cauldron? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I gotta yep. watch that. I have never even thought about that movie in a, in a long ass time. Fright Night, Ooh, Weird that's Science. That's a good one too. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's a good one too. Return of the Living Dead. That's obviously. a good one too. Uh, Better Off Dead. What is that? Why do I know that title? Um, John Cusack. Uh, his girlfriend dumps him, and he's all super emo about it. Basically, every John Cusack movie yeah. you've ever seen. <laughs> I've seen those. Uh, Teen Wolf. Yeah. Oh, man. There's so many. I mean, Commando. Yeah. Uh, Silver Bullet. Ooh, that's a great movie. Reanimator, which we talked about last week. Man, all these movies are turning 35 this year. Yeah. A Nightmare on Elm Street 2. We've talked about Reanimator and Silver Bullet. Check the archives, folks. We've also talked about Nightmare on Elm Street 2 in our very first episode. Very true. We've also mentioned Teen Wolf in every other episode. Check out the archives. <laughs> yeah, it's... Rocky Whoops. 4 came out this Fuck year. Fuck yes. <laughs> we'll get back to the movie shortly, folks. Let us go down this this memory lane here. Santa Claus the movie. You ever see that oh, one? Oh, God. It was Fucking terrible. Weird movie, dude. With what's his name? Um, Dudley Moore? No. No. Uh, what's his fucking name? I'm about to look at it right he now. He played Arthur. Yep. It's uh, Dudley Moore, right? It is Dudley, Dudley Moore. Moore. Yeah, yeah, you're right. John Lithgow, too. He was in that? Yep. Uh, it was a weird ass movie. Young Sherlock Holmes, Spies Like Us. Ooh, I love that movie. The Jewel of the Nile, uh, Clue, Legend, The Color Purple, Out of Africa, Enemy Mine, and 
and that's that's everything that I know. Okay. 1985 was a fucking banger of a year for yep. movies. Um, ooh, notable deaths. I'll read that at home for fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this week we're talking about Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Um, directed, written and directed by Dan O'Bannon. Also written by John Russo, who yes. helped Romero write Night of the Living Dead. Uh, Dan O'Bannon, this is also his first uh, movie that he directed. He directed. Mm-hmm. Um, both uh, both first efforts by the directors we've watched in this series, really strong. Yeah. Um, and again, I know they've been working in the industry. Yeah, I mean, Dan O'Bannon helped write Alien and Dark Star, and uh, he helped do make up some visual shit for Star Wars. But that doesn't always translate to being a good storyteller yourself true, true. visually in that way. Um, but I, in both these cases, I think it does. Um, and also, uh, Dan O'Bannon only directed two movies. Mm-hmm. This and one other thing that um, what is the second one? I don't remember now. I looked up. I looked I'll at look it, it today. I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I did not. Ooh, <laughs> I'm Ooh. cold. Ooh, no. Oh, I forgot. Did I mention Alien? I forgot he wrote Alien. Yeah, you did. Okay. I think it was the first thing you said. Probably. I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, I don't let's agree with see. That. He directed something called Bloodbath. It was a short film. Yeah. And then yeah, Return of the Living Dead and The Resurrected. The Resurrected, what yeah. What is Resurrected? I don't know. The Resurrected. I know the theme song, though. They were dead. It's an adaptation of the back. Lovecraft novella, The Case of Charles Dexter Ward. Uh, I'm not familiar with this. Mm-mm. I mean, with this movie. Well, let me tell you something about cool. Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Uh, it is real events based on real people, yeah. real names. They change nothing. Mm-hmm. It's a true story. Yep. Um, and uh, right away, I get excited because I see the boss from Poltergeist. Yep. Who moved the headstones, but not the bodies. Uh, you move the headstones. Uh, and Tommy Jarvis, yeah, uh, one of at least three uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth alumni in this film. Yep. Yet he had not made his Friday the Thirteenth movie yet. Nope. Um, because Part Five would come out this same year, uh, and then Part Six would, would come out in '87, right? Yeah. They, yeah. So this is pre-Jarvis. And uh, we, when we meet him, he's learning the delicate art of packing skeletons yep. into crates. They work at a medical um, war, um, um, warehouse. warehouse. Supply. Thank you. Boy, they a got a fart. diverse assortment of goods. <laughs> yep. They have military grade stuff. They have. Yeah. Well, little, they got that by accident. Yeah, that's true. That'll come into play later. Uh, they got little skeletons they send out. They just got they got a little bit of everything in this mm-hmm. warehouse. Um, and uh, Frank, yes, is the warehouse like foreman or whatever. And then uh, Bert owns the warehouse. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know Tommy's name. I just referred to him as Tommy the whole time. Um. We also Freddy. see Freddie. Okay, I was blanking on his name too. Uh, also, <clears throat> D 
Demon is in this movie yep. from Friday 13th Part 5. Yep. He's part of the teenage crew. and one uh, of those Also played DJ in the Street Fighter movie. That's true. <laughs> and in Joanna Man. <laughs> also, uh, the guy who played Victor in uh, uh, Friday 13th Part 5. Also. Yep. Uh, part of that gang of uh, teens. Um, yep, yep. Was he trash? Uh, no, trash no, is Linnea trash Quigley. Is a, no. um, suicide. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, so um, we kind of meet them. Fucking Freddy's working with Frank at the... Freddy and Frank. Freddy and Frank. At the warehouse. And, uh, you know, uh, Frank tells him this ghost story that basically Night of the Living Dead was, was a, a true, true story. was a true story. Like they changed some stuff, but that mm. really happened, and Freddie's all like, "No way!" Um, <laughs> Is he Billy Idol? I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> My mom's here. I'll never forget. He fucking said that at Memphis in May, and I was just looking at him, and I'm like, "How old is his mum?" Millie Idol. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, he's filling them in. He was like, "You ever seen that movie, Night of the Living Dead? That was a true story." Yeah. No way. No. No. They had to change the stuff because they went to the director and was like, hey, Mm-mm. we're going to kick your ass if you tell the true story of what all happened. Bear cut it and out. And I like that he got, he was like, so in 1969, I like that he got the yeah. year wrong. Yeah. Because it, it's like one of those like folk, folklore type things. You yes. just pass the story down. It made it more real feeling to me. You know, you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Yeah. I appreciated it. Um, meanwhile, um, you kind of setting up your your two like concurrent storylines. Meanwhile, uh, we got a gang of teens. Uh, uh-huh. They're just out looking to have. They're a good bored. Time. Yeah, just you know some fucking. This all takes kids. place in Kentucky. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, being from the South, I can vouch for this. Ain't shit to do. No, except hang out in a graveyard and get your titties out. <laughs> Yep, and I've done that a number of times. <laughs> Mine are out right now. <laughs> Woo! Um, Do you want a party? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the soundtrack of this movie is fucking amazing. amazing. Fucking I 45 Grave, The Cramps. I don't know. TSOL. Uh, let me tell you something. I don't understand how this movie works. <laughs> but I'm glad it does. But it works. Yeah. Like... If you tried to do this now, I don't think you could do it. Like, it's, it's it's this is also the first zombie comedy. Yes, but it also, yes, you're right, and it's it is so fun while not sacrificing the zombiness of it. I uh-huh. I don't know, and then like. When the music kicks in, like it's not spooky music. It's just fucking like rocking like eighties tunes. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh I don't know. On paper, it just doesn't seem like any of this works, but when you're watching the movie, it's a fucking blast. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um but we'll uh we can we can move along here. Uh, uh fucking Frank's like, hang on, let me show you something. And, uh, well, he's telling the Night of the Living Dead story. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, the government calls all this shit, man. And he's like, uh-uh. He's like, yeah, it was a chemical. He's like, we have some. How did you get that? Typical army fuck up, man. Yeah. 
Yes. Said it's the wrong shit. It's been in our basement for years. So they go down there and look at it. And uh, these giant vats of chemicals. Yeah. And there's a fucking zombie. There's a peephole in it. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> They're a, like, there's like... There's a human in that thing? Like, yep. Yeah. They preserve the zombies. Yes. So, yeah. And then they... Dust off the little peep window. And there's a zombie in there. Just sure asleep. Is. Um... And uh, and then they, what do they, open it? What happens No, here? they're like, what happens if it gets out? And they're like, are you kidding me? This is like government grade. government like, grade steel. It's yeah. indestructible. And he smacks the side of it and it busts open. It's handmade quality shit we're talking <laughs> So this, this gas and shit just pours out and yeah. they breathe it all in and they're and choking they just, and shit. And, and then you get the cool effect of the, yeah, the zombie like, melting. Yeah, it's kind of like... And that's when the the title card comes up. You're right. There is... A, there, it's probably five, six minutes into the movie before that title probably card comes more up. Than maybe that. Maybe ten or twelve. Yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> they have... Oh, well, one of the things they have uh, in the warehouse we didn't talk about uh, is cadavers for like the medical school or yeah. whatever. Um, and they only have one right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that fucking gas or whatever woke it up. Yep. Um, infected it somehow. Um, well, when they come, they, they, they're laying on the floor choking to death. Yes. And then they finally, you know, get up and collect themselves. And they're like, what the fuck? What happened? And they go and look at the canister and there ain't nothing body in it anymore. Yeah. And the, the lid is open. Yeah. They're like, um... And they start hearing a noise upstairs, so they just run upstairs. Yeah. And, uh, that... It's that cadaver. The cadaver is, like, howling and, like, slamming around in there. Yeah. Trying to get loose and get out. It's in a refrigerated, uh, compartment. Uh, yeah. I was like, the, the opening credits theme whips ass. Um... Then, uh, who the fuck? Who is Ethel? Because I just wrote, don't look, Ethel. <laughs> the, is Ethel his, the, the wife? The colonel's yes, wife? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You cut to uh, the a colonel in the army. He gets home after a hard day at work, and he's just a complete asshole to his wife. Yep. And that's where he, he's like, you know, he's been put in charge of finding these canisters for like 20 years and he cannot find them. And that's, it's just exposition. Yeah. And then cut back to the warehouse. Cut back to the warehouse. And, uh, um, even is a nice little touch. They have like a board of butterflies. Yeah. The, the butterflies b- are pinned down and they've all come back. They've to all life. come back to life. They're yeah. trying to get off the board. So great. If you blink, you miss it. It's yeah. just hanging there on the wall. Yeah. It's no. just, they don't like, it's in the it's foreground. No, you, there's no, it's, yeah, there's no like, no attention not, like, paid to it at all. Those butterflies It's just yeah. kind of a cool thing. If yeah. you saw it. Well, they also have, uh, these dogs that are cut in half for veterinarian. Schools. Oh yeah. And then one of those comes to life. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, our teens are just hanging out in the graveyard, yep. talking about dying. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what's the chick's name that gets her gear off? Trash. Trash. 
Um, <laughs> she's got a very specific uh, death fear that I suspect will likely come into play uh, later in the <laughs> Who film. Who saw that coming? <laughs> yeah, she's all like, I'm afraid she's my like biggest... The worst way to die is being surrounded by a bunch of old men and, and just, they just eating bite you, you and yeah. bite you and just slowly eat you. And then and Spider, a.k.a. DJ, a.k.a. Joanna Man, is all like, okay. Yeah, and then somehow in that conversation, she just gets her gear off. and Thinking starts, about death gets her all horned up. Yeah, fierce. so she starts naked flare dancing in the in the graveyard. But this, this is one of the iconic scenes. Like, back in the day, video stores would get this back, and it was like Fast Times at Ridgemont High when yep. she takes her top off. That part that's was already just, worn down because yep. people kept rewinding it and shit. Yep. I mean, dude, she's naked for the rest of this movie. Yeah. I mean, she puts on a shirt at one point, but her ass is still like hanging out. Um, uh, she puts a sh- she puts on like a scarf. Yeah, it's like a shawl it, or something, and it gets ripped off, and then yeah. she's naked again for the entire movie. Yeah, and then spoilers, naked zombie later. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, I wrote two headless zombie movies in a row. Oh, yeah, that cadaver gets loose. Yeah, well, they call Bert in, the owner of the warehouse. Yes. And they're all like, <laughs> yeah, uh, this Bert's, happened. You need to come down here and tell us what to do about it. So Bert's he's like, response what? is basically like, what would you open that for? Like, yeah. you know, like, like this is kind of a minor annoyance. <laughs> And they uh, they decide to uh, they're gonna they're gonna open the 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 cooler yeah and well they gives them a he gives them like a surgical pickaxe or something whatever they had on hand oh because they're like wait how do you kill these things yeah destroy the brain destroy the brain that's what the movie said right yeah 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 yeah, let's do that so um, I'm gonna let it out and when it comes running towards you Frank just just nail it nail it it attacks Bert. Yeah. Like and then they get it in the head with a pickaxe, but this is not kill it. Yeah. Um, so right away what we know about zombies. Not, they're writing new rules, man. Yep. Um, which I always love when that happens because anytime you see a zombie movie, you're like, Oh, you gotta kill him. Shoot I'm a him big stickler for zombie rules. I am I'm too. like Romero laid them out, let's yeah. follow him. But this is a comedy. Yes. And it was made to make fun of zombie movies. Yeah. So I'm cool with it breaking the rules. Yeah, it's got its own rules. Yeah. Um, but they make well. I also like that the characters think they know the rules. Yeah. <laughs> and then they don't. Yeah. That's um, what they said. Like they they nail it. They literally pin it to the ground. That pickaxe goes through its head. Yes. Into the floor. And so he's, he's just like he's flailing around. around, but he ain't going anywhere. No. They're like, why did that not kill him? The movie says that would kill him. Then they sever the head. Yeah, uh-huh, for the hacksaw. Does nothing. Does nothing. The body gets up the and body runs gets around <laughs> and Just, tackles him. You, oh, God. Excuse me, guys. Still not feeling well, and I'm still very tired. Um. Uh, but again, we have two headless zombie body movies that came out in the same year. Uh, yep. Very interesting. Um, both, you know, writing their own rules. Yes. And then, um, then they decide, uh, fucking Bert gets an idea. Uh-huh. 
there's a there's a mortuary across the street yeah. where the graveyard is. Um, and there's a guy there, Ernie. Bert and Ernie. Yep. Yeah, he's known him for like 25 years. Yep. And he's like... Uh, I'm going to get him to put him in the... Uh, in the crematorium. Crematorium. Yeah. We'll burn this sucker down. We'll burn this mother down. And I was like, you better not. You better not. <laughs> and uh, and then we meet Ernie. Now, by the way, here's a little side note. Yes. I briefly, but only briefly, considered going to school uh, to be a mortician because... Hey, was, me too. I was just like, I think I could do that. Like, I don't think that would bother me. And people are always going to die. And, mm-hmm. like, it's not like that job's going anywhere anytime soon. And yeah. I was very practical. And I was just kind of interested in it, in a morbid interest. <laughs> um, yeah, same. But I ended up not doing it. I got that uh, English degree, folks. And I remember in high school going to, like, a job fair at our local community college. And there was a bunch of people set up. And the like funeral science people were there set yeah. up and I got a bunch of like literature and shit. It's fascinating. And I was literally the only person at their table. <laughs> yeah. It is fascinating. Uh I probably would have had a harder time with it than I imagined. Oh, of when course. Was, when when especially younger, getting older and yeah. <laughs> and you start getting feelings and shit. Yes. And emotions. Uh I second that emotion. Mm-hmm. But when I was twenty, I was just like, man, Yeah, man. man. Yeah. I'm gonna go listen to fucking death metal all day and cut up people. That's right. Her. And then I go home and eat a pancake. Yeah. Do you want a powder? Uh <laughs> Uh, Ernie is mm, in contention for my favorite character in the movie. Uh-huh. Because... Possibly based, an ex-Nazi? Possibly. <laughs> based on his appearance, uh-huh. he is... Okay, I'll just say that, like, when he starts, when he gets into the movie, he is very rational and yeah. very, like, uh, he's using a lot of logic um, where, I mean, he's got this bleach blonde hair yeah, and he fucking whips a gun out yeah, the minute he's got, somebody, a, he's got a side piece on him at all times. And the actor is just kind of crazy looking like this guy looks like he'd be nuts, but he's the most rational, logical yeah. person in the whole film. Again, there are no rules here. We make our own. There rules. aren't. So he looks like I was expecting him to be kind of a character, but he was really grounding the movie in reality for me. Yeah, um, and he does a lot of interesting things, um, which we'll talk about in a second. But uh, so yeah, they come in there, and he's got headphones on, so they kind of sneak up on him, and uh, he whips a gun out, and then he's just like, "Oh, you scared me!" And then he just puts the gun right back into yeah. his smock, and uh, the basically the story they tell him um, is that they uh, they receive some weasels. Rabbit weasels. Rabbit weasels. They were getting them for science reasons. Uh-huh. And, uh, they're rabid, and they got to do something about it. And he's like, "Well, why don't you just call the animal shelter?" And they're like, "Well, we're kind of just hoping." Well, you they're can. rabid, and we gotta. We don't want to tarnish our, you know. Yeah. Business. Our, yeah. And so they want to throw him in the crematorium, and he's just like, "I'm not gonna kill an animal." Yeah, and he's like, "We're like, gotta- but they're rabbit." Yeah, he's like, you gotta call animal control, and he's like, we just can't do that, and you gotta trust me. He's like, all right, well, let's take him to the parking lot, and I'll shoot him in the head. Shoot him with the fucking gun. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so you know, they convince him to. uh, Well, they show him what's in the bag. Yeah. Because he's not buying the weasel story. Yeah. And. 
they take the arm out of the bag and then the arm grabs his leg and won't let go rips his pants yeah and then he sits there and he thinks about it for a while and there's this moment where i don't know if this is in the script or he just did this but he fucking like he cuts that torn pant leg Mm -hmm. off to make it like shorts just on that one pant and then he's like okay let's burn this thing up like it's just (laughs) like he's like hang on i gotta take care this is gonna drive me nuts if i don't fix this first and then uh, it goes on, but right away, I was really interested in choices he was making as a character because they were all very like rational, like logical things. Where the rest of the movie is very silly. Mm-hmm. I have this like really like a character that looks insane that's actually acting like a normal person. Um, I I liked Ernie quite a bit. Um. And so then they burn up the zombie, and and he mm-hmm. says that the. Uh, you know, the bones are pretty hard to burn, but uh, we just crank it up higher. And he's like, the hardest thing to burn is the heart because it's just a tough muscle. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, well, we can't have anything. He's like, all that's left is going to be ash. And he's like, we can't even have ash. And he's like, all right, we'll just crank it up, burn everything away. Um, and uh, they do this. Yep. And uh, they're just pumping uh, zombie fumes up into the sky. Uh-huh. Uh, which so then creates zombie a, smoke is just shooting up out that chute. Yeah, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then it that. creates a zombie rain cloud. Which, Acid rain, yeah, yeah, which then starts to rain. Uh, you know, on our teens in the graveyard, ruining the naked flare dance. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, and uh, I like when she starts stripping her stripping her clothes off because she's all horned up talking about thinking about death yeah like someone in the back is like trash taking her clothes off again yeah <laughs> this, this was happens like, on this... a daily basis <laughs> and then that other guy what's his name he's just talking about how fucking hardcore he is oh yeah suicide <laughs> suicide yeah you think this is a costume this yeah. is a way of life this is a way of life she's just like rubbing his dick and yeah. stuff and he's got no time for this she quit he's... dancing she's still naked and she's just sitting there standing and hearing it, listening to him talk um, and then, you know, then they get rained on. Yeah, uh, and she's all running because it's burning her skin because she has zero clothes on. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, Frank and Freddy, mm-hmm. they're not looking great. No, not at all. Got themselves a case of the zombie flu. Yep. A.K.A. Diarrhea. All right. Mm. <laughs> all right I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep on ranting. Uh. <laughs> um, the teens run for cover, uh, and they go into the warehouse. Yeah, and uh, and they're like, I don't know, they're like looking around. Uh, but eventually, they end up uh, in, the in the basement where the that that one missing the zombie. zombie. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the first one that says "Birds," uh-huh. and, and by he's nicknamed Tar Man because the way he looks melted. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, he looks amazing. Yeah. By the way, I love all the makeup effects in this movie. They're great, even the cheesiest fucking thing in the world. But uh, Tar Man is great. Tar That's Man why is amazing. He's on everything that has to deal with this movie. I he have is seen one of the best looking zombies in cinematic history. I have seen this zombie a million times, yep. and I've never seen this movie before. But when I saw and him, I was a, like, he's "Oh a shit!" Dude in a costume, but 
Yes. And a puppet at the same yeah, time. So like the dude the inside the like, costume is operating this puppet at the yeah, same time. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. Um and I Oh, wrote, there's a uh, real quick, there's a documentary on YouTube. Uh it came out I think on like the big Blu-ray release, but someone put it on YouTube. And um they go with the they talk to they have everyone who's ever been associated with this movie in it unless they're dead of course um they go to the original guy who did the special effects who got fired from the film because they just hated what he was doing interesting and then they interview him about the guy who I'm blanking on who did the effects that they stuck with and um you know, they talked to him. And they're like, "How did you feel about getting fired?" He's like, "I'm fucking pissed, man. You know, I needed this job and blah blah blah." And then they're like, "Well, what do you think about the final product?" He was like, "Dude's better than me. It's way fucking, better than me. I couldn't have done that shit. Tar Man alone. Holy shit! He's a fucking great, great looking zombie." Mm-hmm. Um. By the way, Trash when she ran out of the graveyard, she tried to grab her clothes, but they got snagged on something. Yeah, she said, "Fuck it." So she just left him there. So she's just nude. The entire film. The bulk of the film. The <laughs> bulk of the series. It's bulk uh, of the series. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, they got these uh, paramedics came out to... Uh, Check on Frank and Freddy. Frank and Freddy. And they are informed that they have no blood pressure and no pulse. And they and, are room temperature. they are room <laughs> temperature. And they're... Uh, and they're like, uh, yeah, you guys are dead. <laughs> we think you guys are dead. Um, meanwhile, uh, the teens are like trying to decide what they're going to do. And one of them says they should call the cops. And then one of them's like, the cops are just going to kick our asses. <laughs> so that's why they don't call them, I guess. Um, it rains in the... Uh, graveyard mm-hmm. and you see like the all ground the ground soaks it all up soaks it all up and then like trickles z- down to the bodies below zombies start crawling out <laughs> including a fully decomposed skeleton yep. that has fully formed eyeballs still yep. which we see the shot of this <laughs> the exact same shot <laughs> a couple of times in this film yeah. which I got no problem with yeah, it. Yeah, it I works like, for me. I, don't, I mean, but I was just so puzzled as to how everything decomposed except his eyeballs. Um, and the the entire, like, graveyard emergence scene is fucking dope. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's party time. Yeah. Um, all the zombies fucking come crawling out of the mud. Oh, it's mm-hmm. fucking awesome, dude. Um... And then, of course, Trash's very specific fear... Yep, comes, uh, is, comes true. ...is realized. Um, back at the uh, funeral home, uh, we're getting set up for a... Uh, there's going to be a siege uh, with any great zombie movie, but um, there's a moment where one of the zombies just fucking jumps through the window like Jason... <laughs> No, that's at the warehouse. Oh, that is the warehouse. They they lock themselves in the office, and they're trying to you know take cover. <laughs> this fucking zombie just hurls himself. Fucking these zombies are fucking great. Um, the zombies eat the paramedics. Yeah, 
He's like eating his brain, which looks fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, and then he gets on the paramedics radio and says, yeah. send more paramedics. Send more paramedics. Um, and this is where they, this is where they started to barricade themselves in the church. Yeah. Um, well, it's like the sanctuary part of the uh, funeral home. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who it was, but somebody called somebody else Dick Brain, and that made me laugh. <laughs> that made me laugh hysterically. So I just wrote down Dick Brain. Um, I have no idea what this says. Cool. So what's going on in this siege? I'm trying to figure out what I got written here. Uh, that's when they... Um they're nailing all the boards, uh, the windows and shit shut. Yeah, very Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. And then um, as they're doing that, one of them goes through and grabs a hold of uh, one of the punks. And he drags half of that body inside yeah. through the window. Oh, and they tie it and down. And they tie it down to the embalming table. They start talking to it. Yeah, and it, it tells them uh, what's going on. Tells them that eating brains makes the pain go away. And they're like... What pain? It's like rotting is painful. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just just puppet on yeah. the table. It's awesome yeah. looking yeah. too. Um. Oh yeah, this is where trash like reemerges. Yeah. Naked punk zombie. Yeah, from out of the mud. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Um. Well, then we cut back to them. They've nailed everything shut, and they're trying to come up with a plan. Yes. And as they're doing that, uh, more paramedics show up. <laughs> and <laughs> it's one of the best fucking parts of this entire movie. They get out, and they're all like, they're like looking for the other dudes, and all of a sudden this swarm of zombies comes on and this dude fucking this zombie tackles this motherfucker yes. like he plays for the raiders or something <laughs> and just puts him down and just drives him into the ground and then they just rip they his fucking rip face apart. apart yes um meanwhile they have a plan uh to kill them with like some kind of gas or like acid what, what? acid trying to, uh, okay. yeah but they're like that's not enough acid to kill them all that's right while all this is going on, Frank and Freddy are turning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddy is like full on wants them brains. Yeah. And uh, he's chasing... Uh, His girlfriend. Yes. Freddy is part of this uh, group of, of punks. We didn't establish that. Yeah, no. But if you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, he's he's respectable. He's got a job. Now. Yeah, they're waiting for him to get off work so they can go do something with him. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, meanwhile, there's a plan uh, where uh, two of the characters are trying to make it out to the squad car. Yeah, um, uh, Bert and uh, uh, Spider. Spider, yeah. And uh, uh, jump out into the squad car and go back to the warehouse. Yes, and call um, the cops there. Yes. Meanwhile, Frank makes his way down to the crematorium and just like puts himself yeah into it. Yeah, which was gnarly. Yeah. Um. And, uh, uh, meanwhile, as all this contingency plan, this, 
or survive all this, like, uh, unbeknownst to them, the military is about to fucking blow this yeah, shit blow out them of all to hell. Um, which they do. Uh, well, there's less than 4,000 deaths and yeah. uh, destroyed everything. There's nothing left to worry about. And uh, the rain will wash everything away. Yeah. But, as we learned, rain uh, will make, uh, you know, fully decomposed skeletons with eyeballs pop out of the ground. Uh-huh. And uh, that's it. Yep. It's returning the living dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a good time this movie it's, is. It's a very, very fun film. Last week's and this week's would be a great double feature. Oh, yeah. Because um, Reanimator was last week's, if you yeah. haven't listened to it. Reanimator and uh, <laughs> The Return of the Living Dead. Like, holy shit. Two movies I've heard of. I mean... You know, ad nauseum. I I would fucking make it a triple feature. Throw Dead Alive in there with that. Oh, Dead Alive's so fucking great. Yes, Dead Alive fits zombie chaos. There you go. Yeah, you want a triple threat of just zombie mayhem, but also like comedies. They're all comedies. comedies. Yeah, all three of them are. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, And they're like, it's so hard. To do horror comedy without being like just cheesy, super cheesy. Yeah, because even if in a, even in a comedy, like if something is too cheesy, it doesn't work. Yeah, you know, like you can, you got to be able to like recognize the cheese and be able to poke fun at it and be able to be a part of the joke. Yeah, um, and it and it can work. Uh, you know, um. There's you know, and there's a ton of uh, ton of zombie uh, uh, comedies that are are no good. Yeah. Um, and a uh, ton of any horror <clears throat> comedies that are no good. But uh, yeah, these this one fucking Stan Helsing. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one was great, man. I had a fucking rip roaring good time with yeah, this, this movie. Was, this was also one of my picks. Yeah, these were uh, these were both really strong, really fun, um, easy to watch, yeah, like easy to keep my attention. Uh, but Reanimator both, and this are you know, get you in, get you out. Ninety minutes, yep. bud, or less. I think yeah. this one's ninety minutes. I think Reanimator's even less than that. Um, hour twenty five, one twenty something, something. Yeah, it's quick. Hour dude. and twenty five, some shit. Yeah, something. I mean that's it. Like here's your guy. Yeah, here's no bullshit. Zombies. Come in here. We're gonna have some fun. We're gonna get the fuck out. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We watch a lot of movies for this show, and when they're when they hit the two hour mark, I'm like, okay, all right. All right. You get longer than that, I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> oh um, boy. Oh boy. Yeah, man, I had a good fucking time with this. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's a classic for a reason. Yeah. Thanks for picking it. Now this has four sequels. Whoa. Have you seen them? I have. Okay. Two is watchable. All right. It's fun. Not as fun as the first. Third is a completely different direction. It went serious and real dark. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. It's a good movie, though. Um, Also, I like... Uh, you just have to watch it. I believe it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Shudder, too. Okay. But, yeah, two is... um. They hype up the comedy, makes it a little cheesy. Not so much where you're like, this is stupid. I mean, it's stupid, but it's fun. Yeah. Not as good as the first. 
Third one uh, is a is a good horror movie. Fourth and fifth are garbage, gotcha. complete garbage. They are sci-fi originals. Ooh, yeah, uh, that's no good. They're terrible. In fact, I think I've seen part of one of those because I feel like I remember that happening on TV. It was Return of the Living Dead 4, Rave to the Grave, and Return of the Living Dead 5, Necropolis. I think that I've seen pieces of. And they are terrible. Because that sounds so familiar. And I kind of remember that being a big deal on sci-fi. Yeah, because they were like, we got the license to this franchise. Yeah. I, I remember a lot of marketing about this, like, yeah. on their channel specifically. Not good. Ooh. Well, um, this, this one two was Two other good. sequels. This two one and was three. good. I love this movie. Uh, I can't wait to watch this again. That was a fucking... Yeah, it's fun. It was great. I don't know how I've not seen it. Sucks Kindle missed last weekend this, because uh, these are two really fun movies, and I'd really like to hear... Uh, well, I recommend she watch them. Yeah, Kindle. Yeah. Just because you weren't free to record doesn't mean you get the night off. So yeah. Fucking get to work. Do you want a party? <laughs> it's party time. It is party time. Uh, no, man, this is a fucking fun time, man. I really enjoyed both these films. Mm-hmm. So, good picks, Doug. Oh man, the when uh. Ernie goes out to check the surroundings that the paramedics are killed. Yes. And that one zombie with no legs comes running after him. Oh God. <laughs> it was a it was a little person. Yes. It but was. he was supposed to be a zombie that had running his, on stumps. from the knees down, yes. knocked off. Dude. Running on stumps. Hauling ass on stumps, Dude, mind you. So fast. I was I was like hysterically laughing, but then I was like, wait, can I laugh at this? And yeah, then you I can was... laugh at that. <laughs> Um, fun fact, when I was a kid and saw this for the first time, I was Scared probably seven when I first saw this movie. That, uh, stuck in my mind to this day. The I can remember, zombie. yes, I can remember how fucking frightened I was. Mm. It's unsettling. Yeah. Well, as a kid, you see yeah. a, a stumpy zombie running after you. Yes. That was literally <laughs> eating a, a, out of a guy's skull, like yeah. a cereal, fucking Man. like a cereal bowl. Dude, that shot of just like. The first one, he's like holding his head, and he's just like, "Wow, that. Mm-hmm. it looks so good!" Like when Tar Man bites into Suicide's head and yeah. just rips that big chunk of his head off. Fucking awesome! Yeah, yeah, this movie, this movie's awesome. <laughs> when they go back into the warehouse, and uh, Tar Man comes back out, and Bert just hits him with that baseball bat. I mean, he likes dude, fucking King Griffey Jr. That shit, <laughs> yeah. and his head goes sailing. <laughs> And the guy in the costume just played it so when he fell all yeah. like it was it was perfect. It's a, <coughs> a fun fucking movie. It's so man. much fun. Yeah. It's so easy to watch. Can't believe I've never seen it. And I was not avoiding it. It just it like, just like I said last week, man, you can't get around to a, watching every fucking movie it's ever. It's a confluence of events, man. It yeah. just it just hadn't come across at the right time yet. Yeah. There, well, there it is, you go. Man. It's a good one. Um, I don't have any horn shoe for this week because we're yeah. doubling down. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. We're, we recorded two. We in just one got night. done talking about reanimators, so <laughs> it's the exact same night. Mm-hmm. Ruin the magic. Um, likewise, I mean, I don't think that means I have any rants recommends left. 
Nope. Because let me see if there's anything that I've watched that I didn't. I've been hearing a lot of good things about this movie on Shutter called Bliss. Supposed to be some sort of uh, artistic horror movie. Mm. I haven't seen it. If you've seen it, let us know. CarpenterRantsPod at gmail.com. Shit, you know what I did see? What'd you see? I saw The Gentleman. What's The Gentleman? It's a Guy Ritchie movie with Matthew McConaughey oh, okay. and Colin Farrell. And uh, it was a big cast. Okay. Uh, super awesome. Okay. Um, really, really fun. It's typical Guy Ritchie movie. It's a crime. Right. Yeah. It's just <laughs> criminals doing criminal things, but they're kind of funny while they do it. It's not as like, it's not nearly as silly as uh, as a lot of his other stuff. Like, it is fun. Uh, like, there's a storytelling device in the movie that's, that's pretty interesting. Um, and it doesn't get, it doesn't lean into like super comedic until it really needs to. And I think, it, I think it's, I think that's good. Yeah. So it's not like they're not like cracking jokes the whole time, but there are funny moments. It's not laugh out loud funny, but it's enjoyable. Okay. Um, but it's a cool movie. Uh, I like the way, like I said, I like the way it's uh, it's uh, structured. It's pretty neat, and uh, all the actors in it are just fucking top notch. Uh, really cool, really cool little flick. Uh, watched it as part of an accidental Guy Ritchie double feature. Okay. Because uh, right before I went to watch it, I had watched uh, the live that night action, movie. No, the live action <laughs> Aladdin movie, which Guy Ritchie. Oh yeah, he directed that. Which I was not really even aware of. I didn't know that until you shot that message. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'll be damned. Yeah, I'm. I'm recommending the gentleman. Great movie. I'm not recommending Aladdin. Woof. Um, just not, not good. Um, I think that the live action Disney films, uh huh. Um, I think the best way to describe them would be karaoke. Okay. You get that? It's like just a lot of people doing something that already existed and they're doing it exactly the same, but just worse. Okay. I've never, I personally, um, and I don't go to a lot of karaoke nights, but I go to none and I've I'll never to, go to them because I, I don't like people. F- well, I don't do it, but I've been drugged to a couple before. And, uh, <laughs> just the way you were saying it, it's like, I've been drugged. I've been drugged. <laughs> um, no, I've been drugged to a couple karaoke nights before, or I went to a restaurant where I didn't realize karaoke was happening and I sat there and watched and enjoyed, uh, you know people making fools of themselves but um however Mm -hmm. i personally have never watched a person perform karaoke better than the original artist who did the song yes i've never seen that happen so uh that being said uh same for the live action disney films like they are it's just there's something empty about it they're just cranking them out and they do all the same songs, a yeah. lot of the same dialogue, a lot of the same shots. Well, it's because we grew up with the originals and they're to us, you know, they're irreplaceable. Yeah. But, but there's something different about there's this. a, like my son, he he's in first grade and he went to a um, classmate's birthday party. Yes. 
And this girl is obsessed with Aladdin. Yeah. The live action one. Yeah. And I heard her say that she saw the original one and didn't like it. So strange. She likes the live action one. It's really strange because... So, these aren't for us, man. Well... I thought that too, but this then I'm was like, also a seven-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. I was like, "Well, this is not for me," but I'm like, "Wait, yeah, it is because they marketed this to me." For They're just my hoping children. the nostalgia will get you exactly. But so that, you know, we'll take our kids. What I found really strange about it, and it doesn't look. I mean, anyway, this it's the songs specifically. It sounds like they're reading them. Like there's no. I've heard Will Smith's Prince Ali. There's it like does, it doesn't sound good. It's so flat. <clears throat> Every song he does is com- and by the way, Will Smith very entertaining uh performer. Yeah. Um but it was just like again, it was like he had the song lyrics in front of him and he was just reading them. Prince like, Ali. Yeah, there's no like you know, like Robin Williams and it's not I'm not comparing the two of them, but Robin Williams like made those performances big and he's like it's like I don't know uh, the everyone and it wasn't just Will Smith it was the guy playing Aladdin uh, it was just it was just like they were saying the words with none of the passion it was very strange yeah um, and again like these remakes are different than any other remakes that are happening like they're just making them shot for shot like they're just like they're live action but it's the same movie there's like there's almost no tweaking like Jungle Book was tweaked quite a bit and I think Jingle Jungle Book is awesome. Jingle all the way. <laughs> yeah, I almost said it. Um, Jungle Book was good. Jungle Book was really good, but they also they threw a couple of the songs in there and they changed a lot. Like it was just very different. It wasn't mm-hmm. that cartoon like verbatim. But I remember when I saw Beauty and the Beast, I was like, "Ooh, I didn't weird." See that one. It's dude. It's shot for shot. Who directed Beauty and the Beast? Do you remember? Uh, uh, Rob Marshall, okay. um, the guy did like uh, Chicago, and oh, okay. I may be getting okay. his name wrong. Um, he did some musicals, and I think he did one of the pirate movies also. Okay. Um, I may be mixing two people up, but either way, um, it was that was the first one where I noticed I was like, oh wow, this is the exact same movie, just not as good. Yeah. And I remember being like, I didn't like that one, and then. That seems to be the formula now. It's not like let's switch this up or let's do anything new with it. It's the exact same movie, but just not as good. It's very strange. Hmm. And again, it's just to get, it's just revenue. You like Dumbo, didn't you? I did like Dumbo, but Dumbo does something very different. Hmm. Dumbo's a very different movie. Um, I have still haven't seen that one either. And I was trepidatious about it because I had seen Alice in Wonderland. Trepidatious. I'd seen Alice in Wonderland and I was like, uh. Woo! I tried watching that. It's unwatchable. Unwatchable. Yikes. I rarely will call something unwatchable, but that, it is, I cannot get through those fucking movies. Like, and there's a second. There's two of them. Holy shit. There's a second one that Tim Burton did not direct, but whoever directed it was like, we got to carbon copy tim burton's it's got to look like that one and it is it was bim turton (laughs) um dumbo i dumbo's dumbo's inspired a little bit i do like that um but uh yeah man aladdin was a uh abysmal just was not abysmal but it's just it's just flattened it's not for you there's no soul to it it's just there okay also 
we went back and we watched. Now I went back and I watched the cartoon with Grayson because uh-huh. I was just like, maybe I'm maybe the cartoon's not as good as I thought it was. No, the cartoon holds up. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. <laughs> um, the cartoon's an hour and a half long. Live action Aladdin is two hours and fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they were fucking blowing through shit. I'm like, I mean, there's no. There's no setup even. It's just like they drop you in like <clears throat> first scene is like the thief guy going into the cave of wonders and the cave eating him, but they don't really even Does the Cave of Wonders come up out of the ground and look all cool and shit? No, when you see it it's already out of the ground. Lame. And then when it collapses, it's There's not There's no Aladdin setup where he's going through and stealing shit? Um like in the cartoon? Yes and no. Um, so there's the cave of wonders scene, which you don't see any of the, when I was watching the cartoon, there's a scene where like Jafar's on a horse chasing the scarab through the fucking desert at night. Yeah. And I was like, that would have looked amazing. There's none of that. They're just at the cave and a guy goes in and the cave collapses, but it's not really clear why. Like he doesn't say that like, it's not like a tiger. Yes, okay. but it's not as clear why it collapses, and you don't even really know that that guy died or that they're looking for someone to go into that cave. Not very clear at all. Um, and then you cut to the city, and uh, like Jasmine's already there, and then um, the uh, you know one that song. Oh yeah, like that song takes place with Jasmine there. So there's no characters that they they meet that each other. That wasn't their opening thing when he was, yeah, ex- it's uh, running away from the castle of the uh, palace security guards or whatever. It's it's still the opening thing, but they take away like the introduction of Jasmine and they just put it there, and then they just do that song together, and it's soulless. There's How no does emotion to it. She know that song. She doesn't know the song. Like oh. she's just following him through the city, and then um, and by the way, they spend a lot of time together. Like he, there's several scenes of him sneaking into the palace to like meet with her again and again. And he doesn't know that she's the princess. Um, and then, uh, which I thought was really strange for later in the movie when she doesn't recognize him as Prince Ali, because like they hadn't met just once. They met a lot. Yeah. They've met each other several times. And now all of a sudden she doesn't know. Here's something else I realized about the cartoon. When we rewatched it, that I've never thought about is that Jafar tells her that Aladdin died. Yeah. And she is shocked. And then later in the movie, she tricks him into saying that he's Aladdin. And then, like, at no point does she ever be like, I'm so relieved that you're not dead. Like, she's just, we just forgot about that. She probably knew better and just acted like that for Jafar because maybe she has never liked Jafar. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, we didn't even finish it. Like, oh, I really? Mean, no, because, um, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm telling you, does Jafar have his cobra staff? Does mm-hmm. it hypnotize people? I didn't see that happening. Okay, cool. Um, you're not selling me on this. Also, I've, the animals don't really talk in the movie. So the parrot <laughs> talks like a parrot, but he's not a character. Oh, he's not Gilbert Godfrey. Uh-uh. Oh. He's just like, he just says parrot stuff, which is kind of funny. But Jafar has like a little assistant uh, because the parrot lame. doesn't talk. Yeah, it's just. They could have worked you, that until it was parrot like. And come on, we're like 
There's a genie in this movie. That bird could have talked. He could have shot the bird and made it talk the rest of the movie. Something. I mean, he's a mad scientist. He uses a magic stick. So, I don't know, man. It was, uh, it was, uh, I don't, that's what I'm saying. It's like everything's the same, but worse. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's not a good movie. All right. And it's not a good Guy Ritchie movie. I don't know. I would really like to hear that story, though. Like, how in the fuck did Guy Ritchie end they up just directing a name? I guess. Because it's, and clearly he's not comfortable directing musicals because all the musical numbers are just trash. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Don't watch Aladdin, but do watch The Gentleman. That was a good flick. Don't watch Aladdin, but watch Aladdin. Yes, watch Aladdin. And watch The Return of Jafar. Never seen it. Oh, man. Never had any want to see it. I mean, we <clears throat> had it, you know, it was straight to VHS and we owned it. Um, and I watched it a lot. So yeah. I have... The, I don't know if it's any good. It's like an hour and ten minutes long, so you could get in and out. Um, I don't know if it's any good. I haven't watched it as an adult, but I have very strong... Like, I was about to ask you, did he turn into an evil genie at the end, but you didn't I didn't it. watch the end, but I'm going to imagine yes, because everything else was happening, like, but so fast. Like, I was like, how is there still an hour of this movie left, and, um, like, they've already burned through everything. So I guess... Evil Jafar must take up a big chunk of the movie. Yeah. Um, okay. But I won't ever know because I couldn't get through it. <clears throat> All right. So stay tuned next week. I'm going to check out The Lion King. <laughs> oh, they just put that on Disney Plus. Too. Yeah. Now that one's interesting because they're literally, it's like frame for frame the same. It's really Oh, weird. yeah? Yeah. Like Who directed that? John Favreau. Favreau? Yeah. So that I want to give it the benefit of the doubt, but I'm also like, God, if you just why frame for frame though, like I don't understand that, mm-hmm. but um, we'll see. But yeah, that's all I got. Well, we're just waiting for Frozen Two to be on there so my daughter can watch it nine thousand times a day. There's an awesome '80s ballad that Kristoff sings with Finn. Mm-hmm. It is it is stupid, but it's awesome. Um, like he sing well, you know he does Sven's voice, uh-huh. so Sven's doing backup, but it's really just Kristoff doing his own backup. Yeah, but the songs. Well, called, he he did songs like that in the first one too. This one's like a full on '80s power ballad. It's <laughs> called "Lost in the Woods." It's incredible. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's another movie where it's like that one's pretty generic. But I mean, it's fine. It'll be a, it'll at least be a nice change up from watching the first Frozen eight thousand times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toy Story four will well at the time of this podcast it's out now on Disney Plus. But man, we called that shit. Yeah, or we're right gonna wait Christmas. till the month after or two months after. Yep. So people can buy the physical copies. Yep. And then they're gonna put it on the streaming. Yeah. Yep. Because you know Frozen two comes out is already out now at the time of this podcast. It comes out in February. Yeah. But probably March or April, it's going to be on Disney Plus. Probably. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, you know, uh, we took Grayson to the Disney store today and let him get some Star Wars toys. So, mm. uh, those toy box toys. He got the Darth Vader. It's yeah. awesome. That's the one he wanted. He wanted that one really bad. And he wanted a Kylo Ren, but. I talked him into getting Ray because I was like, you need a good guy and a bad guy. And they didn't have a Luke. Um, so, mm. 
but uh, I was just like, these guys are very similar. Like, you should get one that looks slightly different. Yeah. And then he, he was likes the dark side, man. He does. He's evil. He, he runs around with that Darth Vader mask on at my house all the time, but he always has that green lightsaber. And I'm I just know. like, dude, I have a red lightsaber in that toy box. Please get it. And he's like, no. I was like, well, you're defeating the purpose. We have two Kylo Ren lightsabers at home. Yeah. And he and he'll be like, I'm Darth Vader, and you're Kylo Ren. And I'm like, I don't have not how to tell you this, but they don't ever meet. No. Nope. Uh, right, we can do this because <coughs> Kylo Ren's not allowed to have a Force ghost at the end of the movie and meet his granddad. I'm still bitter about it. Um, <laughs> There'll be a Marvel comic about it. Oh yeah, it'll wrap it all up for us. That's the Marvel I comics know. have been tying up all the loose ends. I know it makes me sick. They're just like, man, did you see the new Star Wars movie? Make sure you buy that Star Wars lunchbox so you find out what now, really I think the happened. Com- the people who write in the comics are like, you know what? We had no answers to this, so I'm going to give them the answers. Yeah. I got to tell you, there's a there is an amazing Darth Vader comic book that came out in like three years ago. Yeah, it is amazing, and it takes place between. Uh, it takes place before a new hope. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it rocks. Yeah. And like Darth Vader is like, um, he's working for the emperor, but secretly searching for Luke Skywalker, um, behind the emperor's back. And he's also got like, you know, his own people are loyal to him and not necessarily the emperor. So, Mm -hmm. but he has to keep all that hidden. Um, this is a fucking awesome book. Um, uh, you should check it out. It's just called. I'm thinking it's just called. Vader. It is. It's just called Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's uh, in I trades to, now. Yeah. It's I all in it. trades now. And they just uh, put out a new Darth Vader series. Nice. Uh, they started at number one, and um, I've heard it was good too so far. Um, I heard nothing but good things about the Darth Maul series too, and I have a couple of the trades, just never read them. Oh man, I've never. I fucking hate the prequels and everything about it, but I love Darth Maul. That those toy box toys—they just put out a Darth Maul. I saw oh, it today. Yeah? It's fucking awesome. I love the design of those things. Yeah, they're that's so some stylized. Good, uh, stylized and, yeah, it's figures. awesome, awesome stuff. And they do, and they have it for everything. They have Pixar ones, Marvel ones, Star Wars ones. Uh, they're cool. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Let me get out of here because I'm exhausted and miserable. Yeah. Don't feel good. Yeah. All right. I got to get well, up and go um, see The Lion King at 10 a.m. What? Taking Grayson to see the original Lion King tomorrow. I was wanting to take my daughter to see uh, Sleeping Beauty, but uh, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> anyway, carvinorantspod at gmail.com. That's where you can email us. It sure is. Call us at 731-439-8821, U.S. only. Do Sorry. It. And we'll put it in the show, maybe. No, I'll stay on Caleb about putting it in the show if you actually call. We appreciate that. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Hit us up there. We got a shirt that we're giving away. If you can guess what zombie movie we're talking about next. I don't even know you what could zombie win. I don't even know what zombie movie we're talking about. Yeah, next. I pull them at random. So, like I said, uh, established on the first episode, uh, all of me, Kendall, and Caleb picked uh, random zombie movies. I put them in a randomizer and made a list, and uh, they they don't know what's next. I know what's next, but mm-hmm. they don't. But if you can guess what is next or any of them in this series, 
you can win a cool shirt from the movie um, Ready or Not, yep. starring Samara Weave, Weaving. Weaving. Yeah. Yeah. Cool beans. There's a picture of it on our Facebook. Go check it out. But yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah. TCR's reanimated corpses. Yep. Tell us what I about am us. right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, thank you for listening. Yeah. Tune in for more zombie action. Yeah. Uh, I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. Keep on ranting. Thank you for listening to The Carpenter Rants. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. And Spotify.